0: Welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Ron DelVolano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Radick. I apologize, we're going to have to start again. Welcome to Blind Tag, the movie review show for people who don't watch movies. I'm your co-host, Ron the Miz DelVolano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Epert. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, like guess, I, done a, I guess I should have done guess I should have done like a Siskel. I mean, I'm sure that. Roper.
1: I'm sure that. Uh, I always get the, the, the those teams confused. It's Roger Ebert and it was Siskel and Ebert. Yes. And then and then it was Ebert and Roper.
0: Oh, okay. And Roper now it just
1: replaced Siskel.
0: Now it's Roper and a guy. So we are here, uh, stuck out of time once mm-hmm. again. Once again. While you're listening to this, uh, we're recording on what is today, the 10th, Saturday, the 10th. Mm-hmm. Of, of March. March, this is going live. Oh my on gosh, the... it's Mario Day! Yeah, it's Marten Day. Mario Day. Day. Happy, Mar- happy Mario Day, everybody. Happy Mario Day, everybody. Belated Happy Mario Day. Everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> Much uh, yeah, belated. This is going this up on March 26th, yeah. I believe. Uh, we mapped it out. Matt is in Europe right now. Hopefully, I am. That's well. Yeah. I mean,
1: I will. I guess uh, barring my plane right g- like crashing, I wasn't going to say it. Europe. Yeah. Why not? I what do I, I got to lose? Uh, Your yeah. life. My life in Europe. Yeah. On a plane. Your dignity. i hope I hope that if my plane crashes you do still release this podcast and this is like the last like recorded voice of
0: me well, It'll i have mean, a really
1: nice tone to it you're scheduling just this. joking about my that's true I am scheduling this it's so, gonna go it's gonna happen it's gonna go out there
0: so, so, yeah I mean it's not up to me to release I'm saying you are the one who's going to be releasing this if, well, it, that's if true. it is your death rattle this Gosh, podcast that would be funny like if
1: like i don't know if if it, it I, feel, I feel like it i don't know what do we say say <laughs> if one of us died would we have to like release a statement about our podcast
0: coming to a conclusion because one of us died i think we'd one of us would just have to do the other voice i think so
1: i think that's good let me hear your best matt
0: All right. hey everybody i love wrestling <laughs> was that was that good <laughs> that's exactly what i was hoping for very very well done <laughs> have you seen sasha banks <laughs>
1: No, if I die, you just need to call my brother because we sound essentially alike when we're recorded.
0: Yeah, and he knows more about wrestling than you do. Do you want to give me your best Ron? Uh, I'm Ron. Wrestling is dumb. I I love that I sound like Mrs. Bighead from (laughs) (laughs) Rocco. Happy to help. I hate wrestling. I hate wrestling.
1: Stupid. Uh, Get these
0: boys off my television. Get these boys off of my radio. Off of my tel- Oh, the wrestling boys. The wrestling I, oh, boys. Oh, I thought you meant just us. Yeah, no. I've actually thought about this, though, because when I was... <laughs> you have uh, thought about me dying. <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> when I was doing my webcomic, uh, sometimes I would schedule... It would post every day, and sometimes I would schedule some ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, I'd think, like, well, what if I like something happened to me? Yeah, right. And, like, I, I was gone, but, like, these were still coming out. Like, mm-hmm. that would be kind of a weird and, like... A very weird, weird tone to it. <laughs> right, yeah. Very uh, spooky. But anyway...
1: <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's going to lo- be very
0: grim, apparently. Yeah,
1: apparently. A lot of things have happened since then, uh, since we recorded this. Fastlane has happened. We're well on the way to, to WrestleMania. But I decided to book a vacation like six months ago, not really thinking about how it would affect my, my podcast. So we do not have the latest uh, and greatest wrestling news to report to you. And instead, we have a very special presentation. I think in this episode we we really live up to uh live up to the sort of the, the motto of our show or the sort of inherent uh idea of our show and that like there's that? there's some bad television there's some bad programming out there and we don't necessarily think that everybody should have to watch that so we're going to watch it for you oh, and yeah. and and we're going to tell you about it now in our other sort of out of time episodes we've generally watched things that are actually kind of good and talked about them a little bit but well, today we're here to talk about something that's really bad, and that is, of course, wrestling. Well, sort of. <laughs> we're here to talk about the Marine Five Battleground, the uh, the Mike the Miz Mizanian, uh feature venture. Uh, what? Is, there's a vehicle. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. The Mike Mazanian vehicle.
0: Uh, he does drive vehicles. He does drive one.
1: vehicles throughout it, mostly ambulances, as you would, as I'm sure you would expect, get based on the title, the Marine Five Colon Battleground.
0: So. Neither of us have seen the Marine 1 through 4. That is correct. The Marine 5 isn't just a, a fun title like the Magnificent 7. Magnificent <laughs> 7? Right.
1: There are not five Marines in this movie. There's no, one
0: Marine. There's one Marine who is actually an EMS. Uh, portrayed by Mike the Miz Mazanian. Mm-hmm. So it is res- relevant to wrestling. This was created by uh, WWE Studios. That it's is It's a correct. production of the WWE. There were a few other WWE superstars in this flick. That is true. Who, d- who did we have? We had,
1: uh, really a full lineup. We got Maurice. We got Curtis Axel. We got Heath Slater. We got Bo Dallas. And we got Naomi. We had this. the entire Miztourage. The entire Miztourage. This is actually, like, in the kayfabe, how this team came together is like like the miz came out and was like i made you guys into stars i think you need to join forces with me i like i made you a star in the movies and i can make is you it a really star. yeah absolutely there's like that. a whole backstage promo about it it was really funny um but yeah that's that's the whole thing is like he he said that this movie this uh straight to dvd movie made uh the miz or i'm sorry made a uh, curtis axel and Heath or and bo dallas into stars and then brought them uh that brought them into the
0: Mistrash. So here we are. We watched. We just finished watching. It's it's a Saturday. Quite literally it's, just finished. We're sitting here with our coffee, and we just finished watching The Marine Five, mm-hmm. and now we're recording a podcast about it because that's where my life's at now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here to tell you all about it. Um, I think I think an effective place to start with this is to really. I'm curious how this movie is sort of built to the world. So I'm going to pull up the IMDb page here and read the uh, IMDb. I think I said I am PP or something. You are PP. I am PP. I'm going to read the, uh, the synopsis on IMDB. And sure. that says, The Marine 5 Battleground, it's, it's an action crime thriller released in 2017. While working as an EMT back stateside, Jake Carter, after responding to a distress call, finds himself caught up protecting a, per- a person of interest from a biker gang ruthlessly hunting them down that's almost
0: accurate it's pretty accurate so yeah jake the miz carter i think it's our main character
1: some, uh, yeah it leaves out some important details i think the biggest detail is that the most that about Sixty-six
0: percent of this movie yeah. takes place in a parking garage. <laughs> yeah, and thirty-three
1: so percent. The other thirty-three percent
0: takes place in an amusement park, which yes. is very interesting. In the Marine Five Battleground, the titular battleground is a parking structure and an amusement and park. An amusement park. It's the parking
1: structure for the amusement park. I guess there was also that skyscraper building at the end thing. The, yeah, the, they they the did the sort of like side.
0: a like a Dark Knight thing with the Joker. Oh yeah! Wow, right. there were a lot of like wow, there Jokery really things. We'll we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll get there.
1: Um, so, yeah, M- Mike the Miz Mazanian plays uh, the, the, the titular Marine. His uh, name is Jake Carter. Uh, he now finds himself working as a paramedic. And in, and in this movie, it is apparently his first day on the job. First day on the job. And in what I think is like a pretty, uh, I don't know, climate. It, it was a very strange scene. The first, like, introduction. I mean, we presumably other people who have seen this movie have seen the other movies, so they know who Jake Carter is. But for well. for Ron and I... We our introduction to Jake Carter is him pulling up to uh, oh, a God. sort of crime scene in his in his paramedic in an ambulance. That's what they're called,
0: not the paramedic vehicle. Uh, <laughs> I guess both, but he's his uh, paramedic bike, yeah. a tandem bicycle. Him and his partner are just rolling up to crime scenes. <laughs> Uh, Mike's new to the. Uh, I'm sorry. Jake is new to the <laughs>
1: new to the the force. So he of course has to ride in the sidecar, as as is yeah. as is typical for uh, you know paramedics and training, EMTs and training. They pull up to a scene uh, in which, for some inexplicable reason, a a Volvo has been crushed by a pile of bricks. Yeah, uh, it's like a, a station wagon wagon hatchback thing, and there's a poor woman that is uh, that is trapped inside, and uh, Jake. Thinking quickly, grabs a car jack, he props up the part of the car that is crushed by the bricks, and then pulls the woman to safety.
0: Yes, and who is the woman? The woman is, of course, Maurice, his real-life wife. The Miz's real-life and currently pregnant wife. His baby mama. The Miz's baby mama (laughs) had her legs crushed in a car, and he saved her. Yeah. He saved her life before the bricks could fall on her. Now, I, I, I suppose we should
1: say now that if you're... First of all, we would not recommend that you watch this movie. However, if you would like spoilers. to watch this movie and don't want it to be spoiled for you, now would be a good time to pause the podcast because I think we're going to get pretty uh, pretty spoiler. We're going to get deep in, into, in into this the spoilers because we're going to uh, we're going to break this thing apart, break this whole thing down. So, Ms. pulls Anna Maurice out of the car. And then tries to resuscitate her once they get her up on a gurney. He's, like, giving her... I guess she loses a, her, a lot of blood because of her legs being crushed. And, and her whatever. shirt. Her shirt. She loses her shirt very quickly. Yep. Um, because the Miz has to perform uh, CPR? Is that what it's... Is that, CPR yeah. CPR is more the mouth-to-mouth <laughs> thing, right? Well, he, he's, do, he's doing the whole CPR situation. Sure. I don't okay. think he does mouth-to-mouth. He doesn't do mouth-to-mouth. But I guess they just use that, like... He does lip. ass-to-ass. <laughs> They use that inflaty bag thing, which I think is is just like a professional mouth. Basically. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a paramedic grade mouth. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he's attempting to save Anna's life, and actually, and she dies, yeah. which was really really surprising to me. I expected Maurice to be a a a main ish character in this. I expected no. this to be a thing where like. They were gonna. He was gonna perform mouth to mouth. They were gonna. They were gonna kiss, fall in love, and then she was gonna open her eyes, and they would fall in love. And then the whole movie would be about like just romance. Know, the, well, the Miz has got to like get back to his newfound love. Well, and love is a battlefield. His, well, love is a battlefield. Love is a battleground. Is what is what they say. Okay. Anyway. Let's start from the very beginning. Maurice dies. I was very upset about Maurice this. Dies. But we did. Get, but of course, she did take her shirt off. So, so I guess there that they felt like that was important.
0: This was actually the second scene in the movie and the second death.
1: True, this is true. Yes, first we lost Rodrigo. Who could forget
0: Rodrigo? Roger. I forgot his name. So the, <laughs> mo- the film opens with uh, a motorcycle riding down the highway, and we are viewing this from a first-person perspective in a very shaky uh, GoPro-ish cam. This movie was very committed to using
1: GoPros, which is, is a thing that I've seen used in, in other movies. It's not just this one, but they were like, they use it at a, a lot, especially in this opening sequence, but at a various like, other points in the film. And this is, this is going to be me getting on my weird high horse now. But, like, they – they so the opening – the very, like, opening scene is, like, the credit scene. And they just, like, basically put a bunch of GoPros on a motorcycle and then cut between them as they're, like, going through the credit scene, getting different angles of the bike and the road and all this this cool kind of stuff. But the thing was this, like, they didn't, like – they didn't do any kind of, like, color correction or, like – touch up to this footage to make it actually look like cinematic so no, it, was it was like was very clear like oh this is a gopro like i have one of these in my closet and I it was like two myself. minutes long it was a, it was a very very long credit sequence call me by your name also had a very very long credit sequence but that movie was good and this one was different so i think that this this one was bad i think that's about where the uh similar the other difference
0: end. is that i haven't seen call me by your name oh, but you i go. have seen marine five there you go <laughs> Uh spoiler, there's very long uh, credit sequences. But is there uh any action from Mike the Miz Mazanian? There is
1: no Mike the Miz Ms, Ms. action, unfortunately.
0: Uh, well then I'm have no interest in seeing yeah, that movie. Probably probably worth skipping. So part of the reason that we decided to watch this, speaking of um call me by your name, uh recently on WWE on Monday Night Raw, the Miz uh he was doing his Mizzies Awards. Yes. Which the, are uh, third like annual Mizzies. The third annual Mizzies.
1: I think this is actually the third time he's done the mizzies in a
0: year which is maybe how you that's very funny a
1: way that you could say third annual i don't understand
0: but he, he's quoted as uh saying the darkest hour the real darkest hour is the fact that the shape of water won best picture over the marine five so the a miz, very good
1: play on words it and is. also a very sort of topical joke
0: but the miz is very aware of how bad his film is. oh absolutely <laughs> Uh, this was a straight to DVD adventure. That said though, he really committed to playing Jake Carter. Yeah, he did. I felt like there wasn't like nobody really phoned it in here. Very true. I I've, I've I've
1: been wondering a lot about like how does this film sort of fit into the 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 kayfabe world that that WWE has given
0: us, right? Well, you already said that he recruited the Ms. Taraj based on putting them in this film. Right,
1: so there is a relationship and Like like the Miz's character would would fully commit to playing the role of he's an A lister he's He's Hollywood Hollywood A lister and so it, it like it really does make a lot of sense that like like it's not like the Miz's character is that he's like a bad actor on, on wwe programming it's not that he's a good actor but it's like he does fully commit to what he's doing and he fully believes that everything he's doing is the best which is like 100 the vibe i got from this movie is that he took it extremely seriously i believe it too and wa- like wanted it like really felt like it was a it was a great thing while he was working on it i think the Miz thinks that this movie is great i think mike mazanian understands very much that this movie is
0: terrible <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. I think that's fair. So after we have this, well, we have this long, this credit scene. And then immediately uh, a truck pulls up to a biker bar. Mm -hmm. We're introduced to a bunch of WWE superstars who are apparently gangbangers. Yep. Jeez. God. Criminals. Got to keep them off the street.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Um, and then, uh, an saw, old man
1: is shot to death. Yes, yeah. So basically, we get some shots going through this bar, and we see that, uh... And then we
0: get some shots going into an old man. We get some
1: shots going into an old man. We see Bo Dallas, who's playing the character of Alonzo, uh, is one of the members of the gang. We see, uh, Curtis Axel, who's playing... Deacon. Uh, We see Naomi, who's playing the bartender Murphy, and then we also see uh, Heath Slater is a part of this gang too. I don't. I don't remember
0: at all what his name is. Cash. His name is Cash. I'm amazed that you remembered any of these names. You're not even looking at your phone right now. Like a
1: steel trap up here. I got (laughs) these details. What a nightmare.
0: Uh, I couldn't even remember that the Miz's name is Jake Carter. I keep looking, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Jake Tapper for some reason. Yeah, well,
1: I would, I would I have it really changed that. the tone of this movie if it was <laughs> Jake
0: Tapper instead. I have it written down in front of me right here, and I almost get it wrong every <laughs> single time. Jake, Jacob, Jacob the Miz Mizanian. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, this old, guy, this gets old shot. guy gets shot up. He's the head. He's, he's, it's revealed that he's the leader of the gang. Plot the twist. Head. Yes. He's the head of the gang.
1: And so then the gang is very upset, and they said that they're going to chase down the guys who uh, who attacked them, who who killed this man. So they all hop on their bikes and they chase after this truck. They shoot at it a bunch of times, and we see that both of the guys in the truck uh, do get hit with bullets, and so that's not so great. We follow the truck. It ends up going to a parking garage. They go into the parking garage and then they call nine one one. The pacing of this movie is so
0: fucked. Now that I'm like trying strange. to think about like then this happened, then this happened. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't make any sense. So we had the scene where we we had this uh basic the setup <laughs> where the the head of the gang is killed. Yeah. Then we had the scene where Maurice is killed. Yeah. And then we have a scene where yeah, that's true. They're like the the guys who did the original murder are Mm -hmm. in this parking structure Mm -hmm. at the amusement park and they call the EMTs and then we have a pretty long like maybe like 15 minutes of just like introducing Jake Carter and like him talking to his partner kind of and they show up at the place and then they have to find these injured guys in the parking structure and it's like it's like a couple minutes of them just walking around with flashlights in this parking structure yeah, looking yeah. for the the shot men. Yeah, I don't really understand what the
1: the guy the shot men. Well, that's what we'll call them the shot men. What they were thinking with this whole process? Because basically they drove into this parking garage to hide from the gang, but then just proceeded like to to call an EMT and then drive to the very bottom of the parking garage and sort of make the EMTs' jobs as hard as possible. I also like that there was a very uh, there was. A, like a, a very clear sequence where the ambulance pulls up to the parking garage, then they have to discuss that they won't fit through the parking garage. Oh, my God, yeah. They have to specifically say that the clearance is, like, 5-3 and the vehicle is 6-6, so there's no way we'll get through. And then they have to be like, I guess we have to proceed on foot, like... Yeah, it was a whole thing. They had, they had to call in. They yeah, had to call into the let station. Let everybody know what's going on. Yeah, it was it was wild. They never could have just been like, oh, I guess we'll have to go forward on foot and then just continued on. Like. They did
0: too good of a job of simulating real
1: life with this, it this is, whole situation. It was, pretty, it was pretty bizarre. But, like, I mean, most of the movie takes place in this parking garage, right? So, like, they, t- to some extent, have to kind of, like, set up the, I guess, set up the stakes so that you're not just like, why don't they just, like, go, like.
0: Just there leave. has to be
1: a reason why the, why the truck, the, the ambulance, doesn't, like, go into the garage. Because then they would have all their supplies. The medical truck. The medical truck. The paramedic vehicle. The medical <laughs> truck. The uh, the hospital motorcycle. Um, there has to be, like, a reason why that stuff's away. Because the whole plot point is that they find these guys. They're not doing well. And they have to, like, stabilize them. But they can't just, like, like leave the parking garage. Because this guy's, like, hobbling around and, and going to bleed to death and all this kind of nonsense. So, like... I, I get like sort. They have. It's a weird way of raising the stakes, but it does provide some stakes to this movie,
0: which is, I guess, necessary. Uh, something that I feel has been kind of having a uh, a recent surgence in mm-hmm. films is uh, single shots, yeah. like a, a long right. take of like a fight scene that's all actually one one single take that's not mm-hmm. cutting away. The uh, whole, that
1: whole Daredevil fight sequence, yeah. that happened a couple years ago, yeah,
0: yeah, and. Um, uh, what was what was that show called True Detective had a really long uh, one did it. I don't no know if it was did. real but it was very good Well the one I
1: mean the one in Daredevil was fake too but
0: Oh really? Oh yeah
1: they're they're all faked. Oh, like it's... Birdman was an entire single shot. Yeah. Oh
0: well, that was obviously Yeah, fake. obviously not not the case. Anyway, there was a single shot a single take in this film and it was I I noticed it mm-hmm. because it had there was no action. Yeah, it was right. like it was it was Walden. like the in... least
1: consequential place that you could put a, a like long single shot right
0: it was it was the paramedics uh, you know Jake Carter and There's his two partner I don't feel like we've said that he has a partner the partner <laughs> she is kind of important but yeah we'll get to that but yeah it's, it's just a shot of them finding the, the guys who've been who've been shot and mm-hmm. then like getting them into the truck and that's it. And it's, yeah. it's it's nauseating. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's they do done the, with, like a handy cam thing. Yeah, and it's they do the,
1: the the Michael Bay. Uh, it's It's been referred to as Bayhem thing where they like just take a camera and like walk it around the people like inexplicitly. So like this car is moving around or I'm sorry, the camera is moving around the car as uh, Jake and his partner are getting the uh, the shooting, the, sh- the shot men into the vehicle. But it's just names? like nothing's happening. Yeah, he does. His name is Cole.
0: Okay, so you remember that too. And I think Cole. that the
1: other guy is named Travis, but I could be wrong about Travis
0: that. Travis is dead.
1: Travis is dead.
0: Sorry, spoilers. Okay. Travis died. There are two men who did the shooting in the beginning. Yeah. Two men killed the gang leader, Travis and Cole. Yep. Travis, dead as hell. Yeah. Cole becomes one of the main characters. Yes. They're trying to keep him alive and trying to get him away from this gang, even though... Because
1: they got shot by the gang.
0: He got but shot by the, by the gang. Right. Just but... shot He's this is also like he's a bad guy. I mean, he started this whole thing.
1: Well, he has sort of a somewhat redemptive a, arc he because a he has he has a baby girl. I don't know if you noticed this, but a, a, a crux of this movie is like the paramedics first see Cole and they're like you're just like a gangbanger," like what Like, they're not too concerned with, like, whether or not they should save him, but they still feel somewhat of a duty to, like, do that because I guess that's their job or whatever. But then, like, we find out more about his character. He was in prison, and he cut a deal with somebody in order to get out of prison, and then the deal was that they had to then, like, kill the leader of this gang. And so he did that, but he 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 was, like... I didn't want to do it, but they said if I didn't do it, they were going to kill my family and I got to protect my baby girl. I don't know if you noticed this, but throughout the duration of the film, Cole only refers to his daughter as his baby girl. Never gives a name, never
0: says my daughter, nothing. It's only his baby girl. I don't know if you noticed this, but this movie was pretty bad. Yeah, I did notice that, actually. I, uh, like I'm like i sitting here and I feel like we're just talking in circles. Like This, this movie... We I don't are know how that to talk about it spinning around the car. Yeah, we're like a we're like a single circle. shot going going around the car. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to talk about this film because it was it wasn't like so bad that it was unwatchable. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. a fine action movie,
1: perfectly like well made. But I mean, it, not like amazing, but like there wasn't like like it's con-
0: baffling yeah. though. Yeah,
1: I mean the story is is just like mostly nonsense. But I mean at the same time like. It makes sense. It's not like the room where like there's just like all these like weird non sequiturs and like things that don't make sense. There's nobody playing football in an alleyway in this movie, like in a tuxedo. There might have been. There might have been, but we didn't see it. It, it was, was off camera.
0: camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what the gang was doing before they they showed up at the parking lot.
0: So the so the gang bangers show up at the parking lot to kill the guy who killed their leader, and then they decide we should also kill these paramedics. Yes. Uh, after and
1: this is spe- specifically Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, and Naomi. They're yes. the three people.
0: After all WWE superstars. After some chasing and some shooting and nobody finding anybody and nobody really getting hurt. Yep. Then the gangbangers, love saying that. Gangbangers. <laughs> they uh, they turn on the lights in the parking structure mm. and Bo Dallas says, and the good Lord said, let there be light. Yes, yes. In a weirdly dramatic turn.
1: It is. It's very important to introduce uh, introduce electricity as a character in this film right, because yeah. it really did play it like a pretty heavy uh, supporting role in this movie. There was a, there was a whole scene about them turning off the lights. There's a sequence where like once the lights are on, Miz has to go like throw out all the lights. There's a there's a scene where they have to hotwire an elevator so that they can like get out. There's a out. lot of electricity, and then and then once we finally get to the amusement park, there's a whole very dramatic scene where uh, where the Miz has to turn on all the amusement park lights, and like the gang sees this. And in my favorite shot from the whole movie, the lights come on for a <laughs> bunch of the rides, and Bo Dallas just instinctively points his gun at all the rides and all the lights, and says, "I will, I will take care of you. I know how to solve this problem." It's very funny.
0: Yeah, the the gang members also take out a cell tower. Yes. so that oh, yes, who did forget? EMS folks cannot uh, call for backup. I feel like the 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 person writing
1: the script for this movie is like is like someone that watches action movies and is just like well i didn't do that they do that thing and then like gets pissed about it and like turns off the sure movie. yeah like he so he was just like i'm gonna make sure that every single plot hole in this movie is taken care of like the truck the ambulance obviously can't fit into the parking garage they can't call anybody because the gang took out the cell phone tower they can't see anybody because the gang turned off the lights the guy knows how to hotwire an elevator because he knows how to hotwire cars,
0: of course. It's true. To to the gang's defense, they are very crafty, and oh, they're, yeah. like, on top of it. And like very they thorough. Are, yeah, they're very thorough. They are not dumb by any means. There's a lot of
1: sh- shots of just, like, people walking through, like, the various floors of the... of the uh, Of the parking garage to make sure that there's nothing like, oh, they could have been on this floor. It's like, no, 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 we're going to actually show them covering that floor for no reason and just have, like, a really long shot of
0: Curtis Axel driving a motorcycle through parking garage it was very sure. thorough and very bad um another time that electricity plays an important mm. role is during the film's first fight scene ah, i believe yes, yes yes which is between the Miz mm-hmm. and naomi and naomi intergender
1: wrestling apparently only has a place in the movies not in the wwe but we did get a nice little uh, Well, that's because the movies are fake well that's true that's a very good point uh, we did get a nice little like Miz versus naomi match here uh the the, the... so something i expected from this movie yes Uh, due to a lot of things that are going on in the world today and also because I just watched that John Oliver video about NRA TV and how much they glorify guns. But I really expected this movie to be, like, very pro-gun and very, like, glorifying of that. But I was, like, kind of impressed because that was not the sense that I got. Like, most of the major combat in this movie and, like, most of the, like, deaths and actions that take place aren't because of guns. It's a lot of, like,
0: hand-to-hand stuff. There's a lot of... There's a lot of very violent gunshots in this film. Well, too. sure.
1: I guess. I guess what I'm saying is that none of the WWE characters die because of gun violence. I'm just now realizing that that's the case. All the other characters die because of gun violence. But like Naomi gets stabbed. Uh, Curtis but before Axel, that, Naomi gets electrocuted. That is true. That is very important to remember. Um, yes, so in this fight scene, uh, Miz's clever way at work around how to get out of this fight is he charges up the, the defibrillator. The, that's the word defibrillator, and he shocks Naomi in the chest with it, which sends her reeling but doesn't kill her, which is not exactly accurate because it would definitely kill you. I don't know about that. I'm would, pretty would, sure get that that's you going. how it works. Get you going. I'm pretty sure if you use a different, defibr- I've I've certainly heard that if you use a defibrillator and you don't need your heart to be reset, your heart is going to reset, which means you're going to die.
0: Has anybody ever done it to you? Well, no, but so you don't know what you're talking well, about. I guess. Yeah, have you guess. ever done it to anybody? What's, I, I also don't know. All right. Well, After we record this, let's get our hands on a defibrillator. Okay, we'll work
1: on this. <laughs> my pl- my my flight will not have uh, crashed somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean. It will be in fact that Ron has killed me with a defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> Let this be the evidence. Uh, and then Naomi gets stabbed. And then Naomi gets stabbed, and and she dies. Later in the film, uh, Curtis Axel dies. Uh, he gets hit with an axe, and that is the thing that kills him. Bo Dallas eventually gets thrown off of a building.
0: And oh, yeah, you're right. And
1: the, and the Miz never dies. So Miz never dies. The Miz never dies. He lives on in our hearts. Spoiler. Which, well, yes. And that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. Nah, um, there's a lot of other bullshit in between. Yeah. Well, and of a... course, it, it's important to remember that there is a Marine 6. So, of course, The Miz was not going to die. There's not? There is. It Already? Just, it just filmed. Oh, God. If you'll remember a few weeks ago, you remember when The Miz lost the Intercontinental Championship and Roman took it for a few weeks? Sure. That
0: was because The Miz was filming The Marine 6. I thought he was doing, like, Mr. and Miz or, like, hanging out mm-hmm. with the... Mr. and Miz. See, <laughs> okay. The Miz has a reality show coming out called Miss and Miz. Right? No, it's uh, Ms. Ms. and, and Mrs. Mrs. Oh my God! I, I every single time I'm like, what is it called, Mister and Ms. Yeah. But that would that would be uh, the Ms. and the Ms. I guess yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bad title. It's a good title. It's a clever title, but it's like bad for me to remember.
1: I want to see a television show in which it is the Ms. forced to live with. Or no, I'm sorry, it's Mike Mazanian Forced to Live with the Miz. And it's like Oh man,
0: that'd be cool. It
1: is a, this insane vehicle of just like it, it would be that John Cena video that that was
0: like for the Kids' Choice Awards, but I mean, it, it would, would be, just fight be like Club. a full series.
1: And then it would be Fight Club. Oh my gosh. What a, this is a good idea. We should we should make this happen.
0: Uh so Naomi gets killed by uh Jake the Miz. Jake the Miz Carter. I almost said Jake Tapper again. Who's Jake Tapper? Is Jake that a Tapper's a,
1: I think an MSNBC host? Or maybe a CNN
0: host. He's a news anchor. Okay. Yeah. Great. I guess that would make it a more interesting film. It, wouldn't it, though? Uh. So uh, Jake kills Naomi. Yep. And then Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel don't really seem to care. They never acknowledge it whatsoever. Yeah. They just kind of leave. Yeah. Um, the, we do the, get, a, a later yeah. on, we get a nice shot of her
1: corpse just, like, still laying on the yeah. ground. Like, 20 minutes after she dies, they're just like, oh, yeah, just in case you remember that
0: body, still there. There's a pretty convoluted plot twist here where one of the one of the guys is like, hey, we know that that lone wolf killed our, our leader, so let's get him. And yes. then, so, but there's and actually two Corbin guys. Yeah, the Baron Corbin, the lone wolf... No, there's, so there's actually two guys who committed the original crime, mm-hmm. who are the good guys. We we'll, won't we'll get into that. We won't the, get into the... Uh, sort of anti-heroes of the, the sort. Philosophies of this. Yeah. Um, the Miz makes this connection, and he says, oh, I can just give him the corpse of the one guy who actually died, and I can keep the one guy who's still alive still alive. Yep. And so they make this trade-off because the gang now has possession of uh, Zoe? Oh, God, I don't know her name at all. It's <laughs> the one name I can't get a hold of. The other EMT. Jake's partner. Jake's partner. The gang has possession of Jake's partner. A lot has happened in the this The only film. member of the Miztourage, in this film, at least. In I think her name was for. Zoe. Uh, anyway, so the trade is for the corpse of the man who killed the gang leader yeah. with Zoe. Um, they make the trade. Everything is hunky-dory. And then uh, Bo Dallas turns and shoots her right in the fucking head. Yeah.
1: Real plot twist here out of nowhere. uh, Bo Dallas just completely. Murders this person
0: But keep in mind It was Jake's first day On the job So presumably The yeah. first time He had met this woman So there's not much Of an emotional response Yeah No 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 And for the rest of the movie She's just not in it she's anymore she just gone Yeah, yeah he's, he's just like Alright I guess I gotta save this guy now And yeah. Cole becomes his partner <laughs> That is
1: right It should be remarked though That uh, Bo Dallas Is a, uh, apparently An incredible shot Because he like Turned And w- like With one arm Fired While On one his bullet. motorcycle Yeah um, shot, shot one bullet And hit this person Like square in the forehead, and they died. And the whole, like, a big crux of this movie is that, like, the Miz is a Marine, and so therefore he's, like, he's trained to use weapons, and he knows military tactics, and he knows how to give combat transfusions and all this kind of stuff. And uh, th- that the gang is somehow not as well-trained as him, so that's how this one man can defeat this entire gang, because he knows what he's doing. But the gang's but pretty so, good! pretty good! They also have very good guns. I wouldn't want to fight them. I wouldn't want to fight them either.
0: They're very they're very, thorough. They're, very crafty. thorough, they're crafty, they're good with their weapons, they have good weapons. It's true. They're pretty handsome, too. Curtis Axel almost fell off his motorcycle at one point That's in, the, true. in the parking garage. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't think funny. that was intentional, but he kind of
1: swerved a little. I did want to ask you this. Do you think that they did all their own stunts in this?
0: Well, the fighting, yeah. there weren't a lot of stunts. There weren't a lot of stunts. I do not think Bo Dallas was actually thrown off of a roof. I don't think, th- no, actually, in fact, I can... It was very clear that that was
1: a stunt. Oh, really? And like, like laying on, like the the impact on the on the ambulance, like that person is definitely not Bodell. I missed. It that. looked very different. That's very funny. Um, but well, so I mean, I was I was specifically referring. to It was, it was to a short haired Chinese man. <laughs> I was specifically referring to the fight scenes, but I also am like kind of curious about the motorcycle scenes because like, I, don't, I thought about that too. I don't know if they, they know not ride motorcycles. They didn't wear helmets. That's true. It's very dangerous. But Bo Dallas did have like flowing along locks. And Curtis Axel had a hat, so they could have hit them.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. That's absolutely. possible. Curtis Axel had a full beard. I actually didn't recognize him for, like, half the movie. Yeah, you were very confused when I kept being like, yeah, this, this is like the Miztourage's
1: vehicle. This is how they came together. And you're like, where is Curtis Axel?
0: Yeah, he's the other guy who doesn't look anything like Curtis Axel. The real Curtis Axel was the friends we made along the way. Oh, God. I thought that was the real Marine 5.
1: <laughs> Everything is the friends we made along the way.
0: What, what even happened next? So, Zoe is the name we're going to go with. She gets killed. And Mm -hmm. then it just... The rest of the film is one continuous chase scene. Yeah, right. For the most part. Yeah. It's interspersed with like shootouts and like one fight, one hand-to-hand fight with uh between the Miz and Curtis Axel, I yeah, believe. That is correct. Do you want to talk about that one? You, that was probably your favorite part of the film, I think.
1: It was pretty sick, I would say. It was a very it was a very was a good very fight. good fight scene. Uh the the whole crux of it is that like like Jake's out of bullets and so he like fires one shot at Curtis Axel, but he misses and then like he somehow dodges bullets of the the shotgun blasts or whatever from, from Curtis Axel and so that ends up being this like hand-to-hand fight which is the only scene in which we actually got any wrestling moves used in a fight scene which I thought was pretty interesting um the I think both of them were from Curtis Axel. He does a nice little fireman's carry takedown, and then also gives a Miz a German suplex onto the top of a car, which is yeah. which was pretty, was fun pretty to good. see.
0: That makes me think, yeah, they did their own stunts because yeah. they were doing like fighting. That it's they literally their job to yeah, fight each yeah, other.
1: Yeah. I, I I am pretty sure that they did that, and I think one merit to this. To this movie is I felt like I've mentioned on this on this program before that like the, the difference between like how a lot of like martial arts, Japanese martial arts movies are filmed and how like American action movies are filmed and that like American action films show action by cutting a lot and like cutting away from the action. Right. And yeah. how Japanese films, martial arts films tend to uh, just do wider long shots because the people are actually fighting. And so I think that they did the same thing here. Like the people aren't really Fighting. I mean, they're fighting as much as they do in a WWE ring, but I felt like it gave them more freedom to, like, have longer shots and have uh, wider shots and stuff like that, which sometimes made the, the fighting look pretty fake to me, but I think it still, like, worked better than a lot of, like, typical American action films, so... Anyway, there was a pretty good fight scene. There was a couple of good wrestling moves. Then at some point, uh, Curtis Axel finds a, fire, a fireman's axe, a person's axe, breaks it <laughs> out of the glass cage, and then says, The axe man cometh. Yes. <laughs> and then comes at Jake, who swiftly disarms him and then, in fact, kills him with that axe.
0: Now, I thought this was just a very bad line, which it was, but you informed me that it's actually a reference yes. to... He does refer to
1: himself as the Axeman. Curtis at very, Axel. At very point. At one point, he had merch when he was just like on his own. That was definitely just like a, like a, uh, it had his like name on a shirt
0: and then it was like two axes behind it. So, so Curtis the Axeman. Axel, Curtis Axel, the Axeman, made an Axeman reference. The Axeman cometh. Matt loved it. I, loved I didn't. It. I didn't get it. it was That's thought great. it was bad. The fight was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh he died. He died. Curtis Axel died. The Miz got the axe. Made God and the rest sliced soul. him. In. Oh yeah, a lot of this like like I said a lot of the the gunshots were pretty violent. Mm-hmm. A lot of like heads being blown up uh, apart. Yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, true. This this axe to the side, like they didn't they didn't cut away for that. No, they just that showed this intense. axe going into the, the side of the man. Yeah. It's pretty intense. It's good. I did not
1: it. love it. I, li- I, well, yeah. You, you, have your, your squeamishness. I thought it was great. Um, I don't. I feel like I don't know. Like, okay, so I guess Curtis Axel dies. Bo Dallas calls for reinforcements. That's sort of like a major thing. And Jake is still just trying to get out of this parking garage with, with with Cole. Yeah. Um. They decide that they're going to take the elevator to do that. So they like go to the elevator. They lock themselves inside of it and then are trying to figure out how to get the power back on do- back on because it's the only way they're going to be able to get out. Because the the um the gang has like closed off the only the the
0: main sort of. I don't. Entrance. I don't even know, man. Like Something if you're listening like this. to this and you're lost. So, so are we. <laughs> yeah. Um, they eventually
1: get get out of the elevator. They go into the amusement park, and like,
0: hang on, you okay. skipped a very important scene. What's that? Where Cole, the the man who was shot, oh yeah, who is. Dying, he's passing out. He's going into cardiac arrest, and the Miz says this man needs blood. Yep. And so what he does is he creates some sort of mechanism to transfer his own blood into the man. Yeah. Into the man next to him. He puts his Miz juice. He puts his Miz juice into Cole and brings him back to life. And and. it worked great. It was fine. Cole He's, pops right back up and he says like, "Oh, what's going on?" And the yeah. Miz says, "Oh, I'm typo, You're good. Yeah, right. Universal donor. I know how to do this. Yeah. The, the, I mean, I I have no knowledge of the
1: military whatsoever, but apparently, like the way it's described, this in is this a movie thing they teach you. Is that a th- this is a thing they do. They call it a combat transfusion for it. Which I mean, I like. It does make sense. I could imagine a scene in which you're like on like a battlefield, and you are like you need to like stabilize somebody. Like I don't know, it makes some sense. This was insane. But of course, uh, I almost called him Jake Tapper. Um, (laughs) Jake Carter is a is a is O positive. He's a universal donor, and so he can give anybody a blood transfusion. He's the perfect paramedic, really.
0: Uh, So he does that. (laughs) cole has got army training, life. and he's got, yeah, he's let, got perfect blood. <laughs> Let's keep in mind that in this entire movie, he is an active paramedic, and now he's killing gang members. Yes. yes on the job. That is a very important thing On to the remember. clock. covering I mean, blood. that does
1: become a major point in sort of the climax of the film, and almost gets him killed, but but we'll, I guess we'll get there eventually. Anyway, he gives Cole his blood. He gives him his Miz juice. He springs back to life. He gets the elevator working again. He shoots a man in the head at point blank. Oh God! Which was very very intense and graphic. Um, they escape the parking garage and they make it out to the to the amusement park and 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 take cover there. They take cover in a haunted house and. A gang member follows them in there. Jake quickly dispatches him, takes all of his guns, and now we're sort of, like, gearing up towards our sort of, like, final – the final showdown here. Yes. And this Uh, is where we get some, like, nice, like, sort of – oh, Jake gets a radio, and he gives his sort of, like, his monologue to the gang of, like, I'm coming for you kind of thing. And he says, like, I'm a Marine – I'm trained to I'm use I'm the Marine Marines. 5. I am the Marine 5 Coldland Battleground, and I'm coming for you. You may have all these weapons, but I actually know how to use them. That was, like, the key thing, the, the, I would say, the thesis of his speech. Right.
0: It. But it wasn't really true, because we talked about it. the gang is pretty good with the their guns. The gang is pretty good.
1: They know what they're doing. They have, like, very, very fancy-looking guns. Yeah. But I guess they don't know how to use them as well, because... They were pretty good, though. They are pretty good. They They did. They'd, Better than me. Well, that's for sure. Better than me as well. I hope I never touch a gun. Have you ever fired a gun? Uh, I don't think so. I've never fired a gun either. I would not like to. Should you ever play paintball? I've not. I've played paintball. I've,
0: I've like shot airsoft guns and like. I don't think I've even done that. Like actually. a BB gun. Yeah,
1: no, I don't think I've ever had a BB gun. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not into. I've been invited to like shooting ranges a few times, sure, but I I have no interest in that. Yeah, I, I I grew up in rural
1: Michigan, and so like guns were a thing that a lot of my peers had and were into, but like my family was pretty like not into guns, and so like my mom was like never like probably never a good had BB thing. guns or anything like that. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I, don't don't want them at all in my life.
0: So then we had a plot twist. We did have a plot twist. It turns out that uh, the gang leader was actually killed mm, yes. because a hit was called in by a different member of the gang yes. who wanted to take over and be the leader.
1: The person that was in prison with Cole and and convinced Cole to kill the leader of the gang was in fact a,
0: a member, member of the, of gang. the gang.
1: Yeah. The, the call was coming from inside
0: the house. The co- <laughs> The call was coming from inside the house the entire time Uh, And the call was the real (laughs) friend Bo Dallas uh, found this out Turns on on his fellow gang member And stabs him to death But then still says we're gonna kill Cole Now would that be a heel turn or would that be a face turn? It it was kind of both Kind of both He did. He did like a face turn, and then immediately turned heel. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was like one of the. It was like when Alexa Bliss won the Elimination Chamber, and she had a moment of 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 you know playing to the crowd and talking about how happy she was, only to immediately destroy them once again. Tell them to
0: fuck off. Tell them to
1: fuck off, and that they're never going to be as good as her, and all that kind of stuff. That was basically what Bo Dallas did. He told he told Cole that he'll never be as good as him, and that he's still going to kill him. So, So. I guess Bo kind of became the leader of the gang at this point. Yeah, um, I don't know I do why. think that another sort of arc of this movie is is Bo's character like slowly losing his mind with like, oh, yeah, having absolutely. to like deal with this. And I really noticed uh, a lot of similarities to Bray Wyatt like towards the end. Like a lot of Bo the,
0: Dallas and Bray Wyatt are brothers in real life. They are brothers in real life.
1: Uh, they are both. Uh, they have the same last name. It's Rotunda, but I can't remember what either of their first names. That's are. It's a great last name, isn't it? Though uh, I think I think Bo is Taylor. Taylor Rotunda. Anyway, point being, he started sounding a lot like Bray Wyatt towards the end, and he started talking about how he was going to like burn people alive and stuff like that. It was. It was. It got very, very, very grim. It got dark. I remember thinking at, at the beginning that like that Bo's character was like not working because like, well, we t- we noted at the beginning that like. All of everybody but The Miz had a very like affected sort of like voice. They all tried to sound like like put on these sort of like gruff, tough guy tones, which just made it sure. sound like they were acting and not like actual people at all. Um and I felt like Bose was particularly bad because he his voice is like a little bit on the higher register, but he was trying to make it gruffer and it just like it sounded really, really bad. I just don't think that he's really good at being a tough guy. Uh, but by the end of this, I was like, "This man seems seems pretty evil."
0: Yeah, he was better as a crazy guy than a tough guy. Yeah, that's true. Like like driven mad. He was also by this like this nice crazy paramedic. The the final fight scene between him and the Miz was he was just getting hit in the face and the ribs and everything mm-hmm. with a crowbar. And he had clearly been touched by Sister Abigail. Yeah, her, her power was put into him. He was good. Yeah. Like he he got hit in the face, he got hit in the arm, he yep. got hit in the ankle. He was good to go, totally fine with a crowbar. Like with a crowbar,
1: not just got a, got a good a good thwacking with a, with a fist. Just no, he taking crowbar hits and then just like keeping on going. Yeah, so it's he
0: wild. he had the Miz juice flowing through him. <laughs> he
1: had the Miz juice flowing through him. The Miz juice was inside him all along. <laughs> oh, that, the Miz that's... juice was the friends we made. Along. <laughs> I'm gonna keep coming back oh, to as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that yeah so. The the Miz and Cole end up escaping the amusement park. They drive to uh, a building that is under construction or something or something abandoned. like that. It becomes daytime at some point for an inexplicable reason. Time is really uh really not like very well understood in this movie at all.
0: Uh, they make it to this construction site. Yeah, we well we talked about that because the movie apparently starts at about one a.m. Yes, and by the end it's morning. Mm-hmm. But we. It, the movie is an hour and a half long. And like we said, the entire thing is basically one continuous chase scene. Yeah, right, right. Like there's no way that time would have jumped forward at least six hours while they were in this parking structure and everything. Here's my thinking we found out towards the end that the
1: movie was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia,
0: where time moves differently. Where time moves differently,
1: yes. As everybody knows, Vancouver is actually a parallel universe to our own. (laughs) Canada really, in and of itself, operates on an entirely different... uh, It has an entirely different relationship with the sun, as we do. Um, No, but I was thinking, like, like, I've noticed since moving to Seattle that, like, in the summertime, the days are, like, really, really long and and the nights are pretty short. And Vancouver is even further north, so maybe... Maybe they only have like four hours. No, it doesn't really make any sense. Maybe they only have an hour like, and, like half an hour of and a half. Like an hour and a half. Jesus.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. I
1: mean, like the movie was like was ninety minutes long. So like, sure. if it started at like
0: one thirty, it would have been two thirty. It would have been yeah. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> now, at one point they say it's like one forty right now or yeah. like something like that. So it would have. I, I mean, it would it would have been like three thirty. Yeah. Yeah, so it was probably not light and out. that's and that's right the hell in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. So I tried, I tried to make this make sense, the Miz. Maybe the construction site was very far away, and they just cut <laughs> they out were all the driving drives for seat. hours. <laughs> they had to stop for gas a couple times. They just cut that out, like, and the whole time, Mrs. or uh, Bo is just pursuing them. Anyway, they end up at this construction site. Um, both Bo and. The Miz fire all of their guns And so they have no more bullets Um, Bo chases him to the top Of this building All the while Cole is limping along And losing lots of blood and stuff like that And then we get the sort of climactic fight scene Between Bo and the Miz And it's good, there's a crowbar Mike, the Miz, kind of beats the shit Out of him But he loses But he loses, yeah Yeah. Uh, Bo gets the upper hand He punches the crap out of Mike He, He hits him a lot of times in The Moneymaker and he he bleeds a lot. You um, can't punch a lister in the face. That I mean, that's that's always been the Miz's thing. I mean, how many matches have we seen him cower away because he doesn't want to hurt the money maker? Like I
0: don't know. Many is the answer okay. to that
1: question. Um, so Bo defeats him. He leaves the Miz unconscious, maybe dead, on the ground, and then he goes after. He Cole. looks pretty dead. He looks pretty dead. He uh he he says that he's he's going to to kill cole he's gonna kill his family he's gonna throw him off this building blah 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 all this kind of stuff and uh you know he's about to he's about to do all that stuff but then who should appear but the miz the miz he reappears behind the marine exactly and he takes the crowbar from earlier and he he takes one shot at bow hits him in the in the thigh draws some blood and then stands over him and says i just hit your femoral artery you're gonna bleed out in seconds (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny because it, it was, was just nice that they brought his paramedic background yeah, and his, yeah. his understanding of anatomy back into it. Um, and then he says if you, he says something like, if you don't get a tourniquet, and then the Bo, Bo is just like, y- yes, yes, please give me give me a tourniquet. Yeah. But the Miz it's walks your away. job. It, the Miz You're walks Mar- away.
0: You're an EMT. It's your job to save me. You can't let
1: me bleed out. This is what Bo says. And, and, the and Miz sure walks enough, away. the Miz ends up turning around. Yeah. And he, he whips off his belt and he makes a tourniquet out of the belt. Only for Bo to stand up and start beating the crap out of him. Again. Yeah. <laughs> so the Miss just says, "Then all right, enough of this." And he throws him off the building into an ambulance. And and Bo, it's a good place you want to go. I mean, you're... I guess he was just trying to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bo hits the ambulance. Bo dies, and uh, and everybody's fine. The Miss is fine. Cole is fine. They go downstairs. They're treated by an ambulance. and
0: Uh, The Miz hands Cole a very blood-soaked photograph of his own family. Oh, yes. (laughs) So this is what you have to live for now. Of his baby girl. Of his baby girl. And he says, well, you're going to have to go back to prison now because he did all this shit. Yep. And Cole's like, yep, but at least I get to see my baby girl grow up from prison, I guess.
1: We forgot about the best part, though, because once... uh, the Miz throws the guy off the top of the building, he puts Cole under his arm, and they start walking back. They walk back into the construction site, and Cole says, now that's some marine shit. Now that's some marine shit. Oh, it was it was five. brilliant. That was some marine five colon battleground shit.
0: <laughs> it was delightful.
1: And that's it. And that's the and That's, that's the literally
0: the end of the movie. Uh, Cole is apparently fine. He's yep. He's strapped to a gurney. Uh, they do gurney. say that he's going to jail because he still did murder someone. Right, yeah. Which I think it
1: was, again, that scriptwriter being like, he has to, like, there's right. consequences here. There can't be any plot holes. Exactly.
0: Um, I'm sure if we dug deep enough, we could find some plot holes, but... I mean, like, what happened to the what happened to Zoe, the other EMT? She's just dead dead <laughs> in the park. What my there's no way that she was coming back from a bullet straight to the fore. No, but I mean, they left her corpse in a sure. in an amusement park. Same with Naomi. My thinking when when this big uh, showdown was happening in the amusement park was this park was closed for until summer. Oh yes, right. And I kept thinking, like, if you own this amusement park. And you just showed up and there were dead gang members and, like, blood everywhere. <laughs> like, this would be such a cleanup and such a such yeah. a pain in the ass for this poor business owner.
1: Yeah. What the hell happened? I mean, at least one of the guys died in the haunted house, so he could probably be like, well, I'll just leave that. It's, yeah, sort, of, just, it's sort of on brand.
0: Just sweep him to the side. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. If we just shove some animatronics in him, he can just become a part of the, part of the
0: ride. Yeah. Part As of the he, experience. He's decomposing. It just becomes the stink house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the Marine Five. That's the Marine Five colon Battleground. What would you what did you think of the movie?
0: I overall? thought I thought it was mostly entirely watchable. Yes,
1: impressively watchable, I would say.
0: Uh, a lot of the filming was not very good. No, the not. acting was fine for what it was. Yeah, the plot was bad. Yes, the movie was bad. Yes. Out of ten Mizies, how mm. many Mizies would you award to the Marine Five Battleground?
1: I mean, I think I would award ten Mizies. Like ten Mizies. Ten Mizies. Listen, I think the Mizies,
0: right? Sure. They
1: go for things that are the most Miz, and I think that this was the like, most Miz. This is the, the the distilled essence of what the Miz. Okay, is.
0: I can see what you're saying. I feel like this is a movie that the Miz would be proud of. Yeah. Well, what would I rate this out of ten stars? Probably like two,
1: but Tank? like it's pretty low. It's pretty low. That's, I'd give it, like, a 4. Uh, I think the IMDb rating was, like, a 5.7 or something like that, which I was like, you know what, that's actually pretty... pretty the Amazon right.
0: I mean, rating right. is a 5.3. Well,
1: there you go. Uh, I mean, you're right. This movie was entirely watchable, which is, like, not what I was expecting at all. I expected there to be, like, a ton of, like, plot holes and just, like, non-sequiturs and bad lines and stuff like that. Like, it wasn't a good plot, but it was, like, completely coherent. Like, the action scenes were good. Like, there were a few jokes that didn't land at all. Sure. Yeah, I don't really remember any what, what jokes were there. Yeah, <laughs> See, well, I there guess you they, go. They, they really didn't land. There was a lot of stuff that was funny that wasn't like supposed to be funny
0: um was not enough i was i was hoping for more of just like this movie is so terrible that i'm laughing about it yeah but
1: that is true like i didn't really enjoy watching this at all because like i don't really want to watch like an action movie unless i'm like an action movie like this unless i'm like laughing at it and there was there was just nothing of like that i guess there was the hilarious moment when Bo points his gone at the amusement park ride. that was, so that was a good. very good joke <laughs> i enjoyed that immensely
0: I think I laughed when Zoe got shot in the head because it was so unexpected. It was so and wild, just so out of left field. That was, I mean, the movie. I mean, I was ready clearly, for it to end there. Actually, yeah, right, right.
1: Well, like it, it, it really took a turn there. But that was like the first scene that was like, like, really, like intense gore or violence. And there was like a bit more of it throughout the rest of the movie. But like that was when it really was like, all right, we are like st- strap in, we're going for a ride. <laughs>
0: So, having no understanding of the previous Marine films, I don't yes. like there's no explanation of why he's an EMT why he's a former Marine, why yes. he is the way that he is. Like he seems fine. Like he seems like a well adjusted guy who's just an uh, N E M T. Yeah. And also
1: and yeah, and just like also has like a military background for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know if you caught this, but in the in the opening one of the opening scenes when they're driving away from Maurice's corpse sure. and, and on to the next corpse, uh, they are talking about Jake's background and like yeah. Basically, that his partner was chastising him for like running into a car that like nearly could have killed him or whatever, and was just like, I know you're like a Marine and you're like, you do some Marine shit, but you can't do that kind of stuff here. You're going to get yourself killed. She mentions that previous to, to being a paramedic, he was briefly a personal security person.
0: Yeah. Like, so is that like the Marine I four? I think that's
1: the Marine four. I think. Or is the, that
0: like one of the other movies that The Miz is in?
1: Oh, man. And that all of the oh my gosh, all of the other movies that the Miz All is
0: in, WWE productions exist in the same universe. In the
1: same universe. Oh my gosh, that's incredible.
0: The Miz plays Jake Tapper in all of the <laughs> in all the WWE productions. Oh man, that's great. Uh yeah, so I'm I'm
1: assuming that the arc is is I think he stepped into the series in Marine Three. Right. I think Marine Three is probably when he like is like his last hurrah as a mil- as an actual marine and so it showed i'm imagining that that movie shows him like retiring from that and like sort of going home from the war i think marine four must be when he's inexplicably a personal security person and the marine five is when he is a paramedic so my question for you is yeah what will his career be in the marine six
0: uh professional wrestler
1: oh my goodness <laughs> it's brilliant the whole movie is about him oh my gosh there's a conspiracy at the wrestling promotion, and he's oh, going to save everybody. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be... Uh, I can't wait. I did notice... I don't know if... It, I mean, I think we noticed this when we were watching it, but the head of the gang, the new head of the gang that took over the gang, yeah. his name was Vince. So yeah, So maybe yeah. there will be, like, a, a mysterious overlord in the next
0: one that's I was also named Vince. I a McMahon. Um, so the first Marine film stars John Cena. Yes. Do you know if he plays the same Jake... Oh, boy, I don't know. Are the Marines... Is it canon? Okay. Are they all... all right, let's, let's... No, we can't look at no, it. No, no, no. I'm
1: not, no. I don't want to look it out. Let's think this through. So let's say that Jake Carter is the is the same thing throughout all five Marine movies. Sure,
0: the same thing.
1: And he's the same person. In Marine 1 and 2, it is played by John Cena. Jake Carter is played by one, John Cena.
0: There's another guy who plays the Marine in one of these films. Is there?
1: Yes, there is. Hmm. Well, I will have to look, figure that out later. Let's figure out how John Cena becomes... The Miz in (laughs) Canada. Like what causes the Miz's body to be altered in such a way that he loses his John Cena form uh, and becomes uh, the Miz?
0: Severe brain trauma, first of all. Okay, sure. He sure. becomes the Miz. He okay. he becomes the A-lister. Are we talking about how does he become the Miz or how does he become the Miz version of uh, Jake? I'm saying if
1: Jake is the same person through all five films, how does his body change so dramatically from the Marine Two to the Marine
0: Three? Oh, it's just a face-off situation. Oh, okay, he I has see. to go undercover in one of these where he's like a personal security guard Love or whatever it. the Love fuck it. he is. Yep, yep. yeah, he's. Just uh, like a brain transplant He's or gotta face go deep transplant, undercover
1: to to infiltrate some sort of uh, Al Qaeda ring or terrorist organization Absolutely. in the Marine Three, and so he has to assume this new identity. involves dramatic plastic surgery and anti steroids, whatever those are, to make him less strong, yeah. make him less less muscular, uh, and then he just continues on with that identity. Absolutely, yeah, it's definitely oh like oh my gosh, uh, and Maurice. Was actually Anna, his that character Anna was actually his wife, but she didn't recognize him anymore
0: because he's, he's she's transformed he's a away from, wow. from
1: the so John Cena body.
0: In this can, in this canon, Marissa's married to John Cena. Yes, God, this is well, terrible. she's always been married to Jake Carter. This is the worst.
1: I love it. It's a great it's a great <laughs> franchise. <laughs> I've had i never want to see the other four movies because now I know what happens. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, we've we've pre-written them. We've gone back <laughs> in time and wrote them for the WWE. Yeah. You're welcome. You're Let's welcome end it WWE. there. Yeah. Uh,
1: that is going to do it for us this week. I hope that you enjoyed this slightly different uh, take on our usual sort of sort oh, of oh stick. Uh, this alternative blind tag episode. Um, as always, uh, you can reach out to us online and tell us your personal uh, sort of marine fan fiction or your marine uh, your marine stories. How did we get here or whatever? If you do watch this movie, I would love to hear from from you and tell me what you think about it. What did we miss? What did we tell
0: mi- us? If we missed, oh yes,
1: please. I thought you were asking me what we. missed. What was your I favorite was like, part know, I of the movie? <laughs> Yeah, but do ta- do share what your favorite part of the movie was You can reach out to us on Twitter at BlindTagCast You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BlindTagCast uh, You can reach us by email, BlindTagCast at gmail.com And you can find us online at BlindTagCast.com With links to all of those things there as well uh, We want to thank Small Parch for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music Really, really appreciate that And with that, my name is Matt and I have
0: been your face My name is Ron the Ebert Mizanian, <laughs> And I have been your hero Thanks very much for listening and happy Rusev Day. Do you think that's still a thing? Let's hope so. Cause <laughs> you in love when you